You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. FunEmploymentRadio.com. I'm thinking maybe I had trouble hearing on Friday night late because I have my headphones jacked up way too loud. Oh, that's weird that you would have had trouble hearing. I know. I don't know how yes. that would happen. Uh, never drunk years. <laughs> I uh, think I may not have been the only one in this room. Oh, that's true. That was on that microphone. Yeah. Yes. An impromptu Friday night show. <laughs> I haven't listened back to it yet. Oh, no. You're not going to listen to that. You're going to delete that. Oh, no. I recorded it. Yeah, it's... and you're going to delete it. Well, we'll see. Yes. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. There are some things that I said that I should not have said, which if people were listening, they could have heard them. And that's, that's the joy of being a live subscriber. <laughs> uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can subscribe to our live stream and also join in the chat, get access to the archives and all of the amazing programs on this network. And uh, also sometimes impromptu shows where maybe we just pop on the microphone and uh, happen to be in the area and um, perhaps had some whiskey. All of these things could have been true on Friday night, uh, including Sarah's sister Heather, where there yes. was an impromptu Dylan sisters interview conducted by myself. Which was just the weirdest thing ever, because Greg's like taking it like a serious interview, and Heather and I are like, this is just the oddest thing oh, ever. Oh, yes, because uh, Sarah and Heather were just very sober and well so put together sober. and just so confused by my uh, my antics I know. and how I was. Yes, it was all me acting weird. Um, we I'm do have so glad audio, that you're saying that. We do have audio evidence, though, where I think, uh, I think we could... Uh, I'm just saying. Joint business. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> well, if you were listening live, you would have got to hear it. That's for sure. We can, well, let's listen to it back and see, because my sister did uh, let me... She reminded me, and then I remembered that I was saying this, about uh, the rapidly depleting hairline of one of my past boyfriends. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be in the air. He's not going to hear that. That's true. I think it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we should put that up. But we'll uh, we'll see about that. A little later. So it has been an eventful, eventful weekend. Yes. Um, but I, I think maybe what we should start off start off with the end and talk about that first. Start Last at the night. End. Yeah. Start at the end and work back to and the then beginning. Work to the beginning. This show is like a memento. You'll have to piece it together. You have to write it all over your arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To remember our names and That's where true. we're from and what we do. Yeah. I had a friend who went as uh, the guy from Memento for Halloween one time. It was a pretty good costume actually. I really wanted to like that movie more than I did. Really? Yeah. I've only seen it I think I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once too and I have like somebody bought it for me as a gift because they were like oh I, I know you'd love this movie and mm-hmm. I watched it once and I was just it, it was so exhausting to yeah. watch. It just it, it just kept going and like you know it's going backwards and like alright I understand that he can't remember anything and something trippy is going to happen at the end. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it was just too much. Just like subtitles. Just, just too much. Too much. Yes. Uh, Sarah does too not much. enjoy subtitled movies. Unless um, it's a Guillermo del Toro film. I like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, how do you say that again? Guillermo del Toro. Say it one more time. Guillermo del Toro. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sarah will not watch any movie that has subtitles. Any kind of a foreign language film, just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Unless true. apparently. Well, Guillermo I mean, del Toro. because my movie watching a lot of the time is to relax. I don't want to work when I'm watching a movie. Yes, well, and I can understand that, but sometimes like they're really books. good movies. That's when I like to read. I like to watch movies because I like to watch. I don't want to read my movies. I want to watch <laughs> my movies and read my books. Well, in Sarah logic, you do watch a lot of Lifetime channels, so that does that maybe I makes a little bit more sense. I haven't as much. I'm still I'm still plowing my way through Felicity, yo, and this this weekend was so busy. I had I didn't even get a single episode. I in. don't believe anyone has ever said I'm still plowing my way through Felicity, yo. I don't think I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered. 
in ever by anyone. Yep. Yep. And Sarah's saying your loss. Indeed, it's my loss, but I'm not aware of my loss because I don't know what it's like to read my movies because I don't. Except for Guillermo del Toro. Right. That is one exception. Guillermo del Toro. And you just really like mm-hmm. saying that too. Uh, John says, "Plowing through Felicity, the Sarah Dillon story." <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I think we might have put up that interview. Um, so, uh, so starting off with, we need to put a, a ticker board up here <laughs> for my phone. <laughs> to remind you to put your phone on. I do ninety uh, percent of the time. Every day. No, it is not every day. It is not every day. And then we have Paul Mooney in the studio, and then your alarms going off. Let me forget that. You will never let me live down the one time we had. Well, I've had Paul Mooney in twice, but the first time he was in, yes, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Yes, that is t- rule that number two. Didn't happen during Mark Maron, too? To, uh, no. Uh-uh. No, okay. it didn't happen during Mark Maron. Okay. No, Mark Maron, I was terrified. I was I was going to have that thing off. I don't know what he would have done. He would have destroyed my phone or something. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yes, I, one time, first time we had Paul Mooney in, I left the phone on. Sarah will never let me live that down. It's yes. been over a year. That was like a year and a half ago, two years maybe. Mm, it still just isn't comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, yep. thank you. Uh, so so last night, Sarah and I got to be judges for Helium Comedy Club's Portland's Funniest Person Contest, mm-hmm. which essentially it was a, it was a big... Uh, how would you? It was a big contest. Like it took a long time to it whittle whittled it down. down. It was it was very whittled. Yeah, it I think a lot of it people. started off with I think ninety three comedians, ninety three stand up comedians from mm. Portland. And this has been happening over the last couple of weeks where they've been having competitions. You know, there's a winner from each group or two winners from each group. However, they were doing it, whittling it down to last night where there were ten finalists. Ten to uh, to be crowned. This they got. Um, the winner got a thousand dollars. Yeah, and so they prize. each got six and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, they just did them, and we had to rate them one through five, one being the best, five being the worst, and then uh, we rated them on uh, audience reaction, original material, and stage presence. Yes, and it was uh, Sarah and I were judges along with uh, Mike and Amy, and which it was so great Travis to see from, them. Uh, what's Travis from? The oh, game? Travis is from uh, the game. Or he, no, he's from uh, he works for the fan. He's from the fan. The fan. Yeah. The fan. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then there were some other people too that I didn't get a chance to talk to. They were mm. at the other end of the table. Uh, Susan Rice, who's a stand-up comic, she was there as well. She so yeah, there was awesome. was, there were like eight of us that were judges, and it was really really difficult I, to do because we did this last year, and mm-hmm. it was I mean it was still good. Like there were still a shit ton of great comedians, but it was so much tougher this year. Yeah. It really was. Well, Portland's stepped up its game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some really, really talented comics coming out of Portland yep. in stand-up comedy. And yeah, it's not—it's no joke. I mean, people, no. are, people that we know that you pass on the street that you know, like within a month's time, will probably be you know the next person on Conan or you know, totally. having their own pilots being created. Totally, it's really cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was—it was really hard to do, but uh, but it was a lot of fun. And the winner, so it was—it was kind of a cumulative scoring system, you know, via all of us. So mm-hmm. I don't know how other people voted. We were, we're not going to say how we voted or anything yeah. like that. But the winner of the competition, uh, crowned Portland's Funniest Person, ended up being Nathan Brandon. Which was awesome. He did an amazing set. Yeah, and Nathan's been on the show a few times. I don't mm. know how many times. But yeah, you you guys know him. You can go back and listen in the archives. But, I mean, he, he killed it. He did. he did. He was absolutely hilarious. He fucking hit that out of the park, and his parents were there, and they were so cute. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah, so uh, he got that. Uh, Shane Torres was second, and I, I can't remember who was third. I don't, I don't, I don't recall. Um, we'll have to figure that out, maybe. But, but anyway, regardless, yeah. it was such a close competition. It was, it was. so much fun to uh, to do that and judge on that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. <laughs> Tony in the chat says, "And what can be bad is a comic that is good for only ten minutes." Um, no, I mean they are. They were really, really. Really good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all yeah. Uh, they were yeah. They they all work on their craft. I mean, and, and it is a craft. 
to do that. I do have to say, though, there was one, and this is on me, like, because they have, you know, the host, and this, the host wasn't from Portland. Right. And he could not, I think, be less of a fan of Portland. <laughs> he, like, he, he did, did not, like, but, like, he was just, like, basically making fun of, like, there's, there's funny and then there's mean, and I think that he didn't know how to strike that delicate balance. Yeah. And he was just kind of, be, like... Being a jerk and like heckling the audience, it was. I've never really seen that happen from a comedian to the audience before. Whereas that, you know, usually it's the comedian being up there, like, hey, defending themselves, and the audience is all kind of like, okay, I don't know what to do. But that was that was like a little bit of an oddity in the midst of a whole bunch of talent, which was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was. Yes. Uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, judge for that, and um, yeah, it was awesome. That was cool. It was cool. You know what wasn't cool today, Greg? What? Uh, I went to gather my mail, as is my want, when I was leaving to come to this fine studio today. Indeed. And re- do you recall when we were moving into said fine studio when I was talking about the horrific? Afternoon that I spent at Walmart. Uh, I remember when we were building this studio. Yes, uh, I think it was Scott, Rick, and I were all here putting mm-hmm. up the soundproofing and, and building. Scott the was doing part. tall guy stuff. You guys yes. were hanging in the, like all the studio stuff. Yeah, and um, and Sarah volunteered because we we had to make so many different runs to go do things. Sarah volunteered to go and make one of the runs of pick up stuff, including having to go to Walmart on a Sunday evening. No, Sunday mid-afternoon. Sunday mid-afternoon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that sounded miserable. Um, and I remember you calling on the way back and saying that you got... No, I called you when I was, no, I got up. I'm like, so this is the best afternoon ever. I'm like, I spent, yeah. you know, like an hour at Home Depot, you know, getting my paint then going to Walmart, basically crying, like, I'm not crying, but like feeling like I wanted to, like just take a shower after being in there and like trying oh, no. to find fucking Dude. curtains I was in there forever there were drunk people wheeling by and they're like rascals and it was just awful oh yeah I, I actually galore I actually have a story about Walmart from this weekend Ugh. unfortunately it was just but. so awful and I was flat I was flustered and I'd been there forever it's like I, I finally like alright I'm just gonna stop you know like because we're like picking up a six pack of beer because we're all just gonna hang out and keep working here so I stop and I'm driving down Hawthorne and uh, I don't know if you guys know this, if you live in the Portland metro area, but um, Hawthorne is a main thoroughfare. And for some reason, the city of Portland, without announcing it, has decided to change the speed limit that used to be 30 or 35 to 25 miles an hour. Don't have it posted anywhere except for one place that I've seen that was actually covered by a tree when I was first there. I saw that it's been trimmed back. I'm like, hmm, I wonder how many people they got with that without yeah. being able to see the sign. Sure as shit, when I'm driving down there, I um yeah I, I don't drive down Hawthorne anymore but um I'm between 30th and 20th on Southeast Hawthorne and I'm just like minding my own business and I see this like a flash I'm like oh motherfucker and I look down at my speed at my uh, speedometer I'm like oh well so I'm only going like 30 that's fine that's what the speed limit is and then no come to find out I'm going to get my mail today and I get a, I have a letter from the city of Portland signed by Sam Adams fuck you saying. Uh, hey, so we clocked you going 36 miles an hour in a 25 mile per hour zone, totaling a hundred and sixty dollar ticket. Oh, one hundred and sixty dollars. Damn. And I don't. And they have a picture of my face, but I'm like, I did. I was not going 36 miles an hour. You you're sure? I'm absolutely positive. Like it was Hawthorne on a Sunday. You know how crowded that is. It's impossible to be driving down Hawthorne. That fast on a Sunday afternoon. Is there is there anything wrong with your speedometer? No, I don't believe there's anything wrong with my speedometer. But mm. I don't trust anything that's operated by a fucking robot. Like, yeah. it's just sitting there. There were no markers saying that, because I guess, like, they're legally required to say 
when there's you know like a like a speedom like a speed trap thing like supposedly there oh has they have to, to have the sign so I've been I was looking up online and sometimes uh, if there's not a sign like they have to say like you know four four hundred like feet ahead or something there's going to be like speed like slow oh down really. Supposedly. I didn't know they had to do that. Supposedly. Okay. So there was no sign, no anything. So they got me. So I, I got this, you know, got it in the mail today. It's huge, scary looking packet saying, you owe us $160 now and you have to pay it or, you know, pay it all. And then like, if I, if I write in an excuse and pay it, then I, um, waiver, like waive my right to be able to go to the courtroom where I can go to the courtroom and pay the money. I don't know, but I don't, well, A, I don't have $160. B, I really don't believe I was going 36 miles an hour down Hawthorne. And C, even if I was going 36 miles an hour down Hawthorne, it's not properly posted. I had no yeah. idea that it was 25 miles an hour. Because even on like on 39th Avenue on Cesar Chavez, it's, it's 30, 35. Yeah. Like, and Hawthorne is a main thoroughfare. Like, in no way did I think that you'd be going 25 miles an hour. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. The only spot where I could see that is right there in that business zone on like 37th. Like right up there, maybe it could be slower, but mm-hmm. even then, that's. Uh, you know what's funny is I uh, I posted something on Facebook and one of my friends, um, Sean, just wrote and he's just like, "Holy shit! I got a speeding ticket in the exact same spot for that exact same speed." Doesn't that seem a little fishy? That does he got, seem. He got approximately thirty six miles an hour as well in the same exact spot as me. Huh, boy. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you go about fighting that. To be honest, I mean, I've only I've had one speeding ticket and. Um, I got it coming over the Ross Island Bridge where they had set up a whole trap. And I saw it as soon as I crested the bridge and started coming down. I just saw up ahead there were like six different people pulled over in police cars. Mm-hmm. And there was a dude up on the uh, walkway bridge with a with the speed gun right there just nailing mm-hmm. people over the bridge. I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I, I knew it too. And mm-hmm. I knew I was speeding. Oh, and sure I, enough, I got pulled over. And this, so there never, was, really wasn't any fighting it Yeah, for mine. Well, I, mean, I don't know how I can fight. I mean, I just... I don't know if I was going 36 miles an hour or not. But the point is, is that I don't I don't believe that the street was properly like saying uh-huh. the speed the posted speed limit. Yeah. It seemed very sneaky. Of course it was sneaky. It's the city wanting to get free money. So I mean like uh, of course it's $160 with a non-posted speed limit and I find it very odd that also someone in the chat's just saying um let's see Wonky's saying same thing happened to me and literally about 15 other people that I know in that same area. Really the same uh, I'm curious if it was the same uh, speed the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing if it was 36. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he's saying, uh, I was going 36, um, trying to pass Norm. a cyclist <laughs> who should not be on that road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. enormous. Seriously, there are in there. so many. Do you know what? If you want... Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the best way to go about that is. Because, I mean, mine, when I showed up... Um, when so I've I sh- never had I a speeding up, ticket before, so I'm a little flustered. Yeah, and I wanted to talk to the judge just to... Try to get it knocked down, and basically they, they like, said, "I have a clean record. I've never had a speeding ticket." And that like, was my that yeah. was that was my uh, argument too, because I I had never had one before, and so I I tried to use that, and basically all I ended up doing was talking to a clerk. She's like, "Yeah, you can go in and argue it. He will not uh, mark it down. You may have to pay the full, or you can pay a cut rate right now, and we'll just make this thing. We'll just solve it." So basically, it was a bribe for about half the price of the ticket that I had to pay her right then, and then they made it go away and then and they essentially threatened me that if i tried to fight it i would pay the full amount and there was no way that i was going to win so hmm. they're gonna get something out of you for it no matter what but i would i would look into that option to see if there's a way to just i'm gonna drive my ass but well i have to go somewhere right after the show today but um after that i'm gonna drive down hawthorne and take a picture of the of the signs that are completely blocked by trees yeah yeah 
Yeah. I guess I should. I mean, even if it's like days after the fact, you think that still could probably work? If it's still there, yeah. if it's still like that, you mm. know, you might be able to. They might have trimmed them back, though, by now, if they got a whole bunch of complaints about they it. They did. If they're getting like 20 people all nailed for the exact same speed at mm-hmm. the exact same place, that's, that's fucked up. Well, yeah. And there's probably a lot more than that. A lot more people than yeah, that. Yeah, because these are just it. friends that I have on the internet. Yeah. I mean, these are just people that saw my post. Like, nobody, like, these are not strangers. I don't know that are driving up and down Hawthorne Boulevard every day. Yeah. Yeah, and it fucking pissed me off because there's this big picture of Sam Adams on the top of it, and he's just like, Sam Adams working for the city. Why is he on that? I don't know because it's the city of Portland. Because it's the city of Portland that's giving me the tickets. And they not have the Portland like a, police. a printed signature of him on there? It's a printed signature and a fucking picture of his little smug face on top of it. That I'm like, seems weird. Why would. Why, as a politician, A, number one, why would you want your picture being sent out onto all of the tickets? Nobody's going to be happy receiving that, and they're going to see your picture and be like, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's bad politics right no, there. No, it's bad politics. Um, regardless of whatever he stands for, that just seems like a really dumb decision. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I don't know. So I don't so know. It's just like almost so smug. It's like this huge thing from the city of Portland. I'm like, what is the city of Portland giving me? Something good, I'd imagine. No, it's never good. It's never good. No. I get stuff from the city of Portland quite a bit, especially being a homeowner, and it's never good. Hmm. Never. Yeah, I'm still oh, waiting. Ella, okay, it's Eloise. Oh, okay. Yeah, she can check with the people that she knows to see what um, speed they were supposedly going. Oh, How weird sorry, wonky. I, sorry, Eloise. Yeah. I called you a he. No, if, if it's all 36 miles an hour, I am going to band us all together and we're all going to go fight the system. Yeah. Damn the man. Just like Felicity when they took away um, the morning after pill. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you know what their slogan was? They took was? away the morning after they pill. They took it and they had a sit-in at the student health services clinic. Well, she is kind of a slut on that show. She's a little bit of a slut and uh, they actually had signs. Their slogan was, there's got to be a morning after <sighs> pill. And then a parentheses pill. Yeah. Because they were fighting really? for the rights for their... For for their, women, for their bodies. Felicity. Yeah. Felicity. Yeah. Inspiring the masses. Yeah. Inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take it over with this ticket talk. I just, it really caught me off guard this morning. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. That's never a good thing. <laughs> so Keelan got a, cha- so Keelan got a ticket at the exact same spot. Fuck. Oh, fuck Hawthorne. All right. Got a ticket at the exact same spot for $190 and he's claiming that the city is now racist because <laughs> he was going the exact same speed as me and his was 190 and mine's only 160. Well, I mean... Clearly, I'm less of a threat than you are. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame them. Uh, yeah, that's that sucks too. $190 on Hawthorne. I mean, 160 That's that's... Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Mm. So, I don't know. You're there was one out. time I did... Like, I was riding my scooter by on Hawthorne and... Um, and I don't have, a, you know, because scooters have tiny little license plates on the back. And one of those things tried to take a picture of me. And I was just like, boo! <laughs> you flipped <laughs> like, it off? Yeah. I'm like, what are you going to do? I'm, my face is covered with a helmet and you can't see my license plate. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you in the face. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you in the face. Mm-hmm. The Sarah Dillon story. Um, really quick side note. There is something actually, and I, w- I want to talk about something from the city of Portland, though, that I'm afraid I'm going to get again. Uh, quick side note. Something happening right now in downtown Portland. Apparently, there is an what? armed man in a uh, in a PSU Portland State University parking garage, and it's uh, I guess surrounded by police. And Tony in the chat just said Portland police are calling out to him oh, to uh, get the guy to uh, surrender. So I don't think anybody's. I don't think there's been any shooting, but I guess yeah. I, I don't know. As this so happens, this is happening like, right now. This is happening right now. So that's what is that what all the sirens were. That's earlier? what all the sirens were. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like the apocalypse or something. Yeah, we're near. We're near downtownish where our studio is, and so if something's going on, usually we can hear 
we'll hear all the sirens, mm-hmm. which we've heard a lot of sirens since we yes, moved we into have. this building. Just to, just as much sirens as we used to hear trains. God, I do not miss that goddamn train. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, that train. I was at a baby shower on Saturday, actually, right near our um, old studio. Mm-hmm. And that train, I was I'm like, you. It just makes me like fills me with anger, with rage, uncontrollable rage, uncontrollable rage at that goddamn train. Well, well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking about getting notices from the city of Portland. I'm, I'm afraid I'm gonna get. I don't think I'm gonna get one yet. But at one point when I first when I first bought the house, this the city will go around and take a look at your yard and take a look at like trees and all of that stuff and they'll give you warnings because I have these laurels on my property that What's a laurel? Uh really fucking annoying uh tree bush things. They're the ones uh, Tree I'm, bush I'm things? I'm trying to I'm trying to I <laughs> don't like know how rhodo- to describe it. Are they it. like rhododendrons? Uh similar but they grow a lot bigger than that. Okay, because we always had huge rhododendron problems, like huge rhododendrons and rhododendron problems. Rhododendrons, you can you can They're trim monsters. down and you can, but you can maintain those things. These ones just grow like crazy. They'll grow a couple feet a year at least, wow, if not more than that. And there, when I first bought the house, they were so overgrown that uh, it was heading out into the street, and I got a warning letter from the city saying you need to cut this by next week, or we'll start, we'll send out a crew and bill you, which wow. you know, would be probably thousands of dollars because they'd fire some city-owned crew. You yeah. Know, it'd be ridiculous. And um, uh, somebody's... Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on here in the chat. But so so I got a warning for that. Well, I still can't get my lawnmower to work. And so I was talking about this last week. Oh, so my grass is ha- starting to grow very tall. This is why I'm so nervous about it because I don't want... That makes a lot more sense. The city will come by and give me a ticket for that. For for the grass growing, they'll give me a warning. There's they can do all kinds of shit if somebody on a Portland uh, Portland City crew drives by and sees that. And it's not that I'm not trying to get get the damn thing cut. It's I am completely inept at fixing machinery. I will fully admit this. I will uh, I, I will admit that I don't know the first thing about fixing lawnmowers. I really don't. I'm not good with cars. I've never been good with that kind of stuff. It doesn't interest me. Machines, I would be the as far from a, uh, a, a gearhead as you could possibly get. Uh, I know how to fix what's gone wrong. <laughs> uh, your neighbor to the south, Mr. Scott Daly, said that uh, you can borrow his lawnmower. Okay, yeah, right I may now. need to do that. Yes. I may need, I may need to do, do that, that, but here's just, the thing. Just get that main problem done with before you try to fix the lawnmower yourself. Just but, If you have a solution right now, at least get that cut. Therefore, it alleviates the stress of the t- city giving you a ticket. Then you can focus your efforts on trying to fix a lawnmower that you'll never be able to fix because you don't know how to do it. Yeah, that's true. Well, and somebody is saying uh, that uh, you know the grass is on private property. The strip of grass between the sidewalk and the street, it's technically city property, but it's my responsibility. So whatever happens on that, that's like if something happens to the sidewalk, I got to fix it. It sucks. It's a racket. Mm. Um, so, but I, I guess I could, uh, I could borrow, borrow Scott's lawnmower. That would probably help out a lot. But the thing is, though, I want to fix the damn thing, but I'm just so inept at it. It drives me into this. <laughs> it drives me into this rage because I can't figure it out. And what oh, I'm trying I to figure you out now. I saw yesterday before the for the comedy contest. It and is you, so damn frustrating. You were like. Scary. I know. I I let it get to me, but the thing is, it's like I've spent, I've probably spent cumulatively eight hours working on this damn lawnmower, and I still can't get the thing to run. Well, because you keep buying all the wrong parts. Well, right? that's the problem. I know that now. <laughs> I uh, I I 
figured out that I think it's the spark plug on the lawnmower. I know this is very exciting, but it's pretty thrilling. I went to buy I went to what I to buy what I thought were the right tools. I get back those tools don't work for my lawnmower. There was the hardware store guy didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Because I, I don't care about asking. I'll ask. And I'm like, look, I don't know what I'm so doing. Tell me you, what Greg. to buy. <laughs> Tell me what to buy. And that didn't work. So I was like, well, you know what? This is fucked up. I know what I need. I'm going to go to Walmart because it was near there and I happened to be near there at the time, which I hate Walmart, but I was like, I can get in, get out. They'll have what I need there because the hardware store didn't. I get in there and... I tried to find the guy to ask for help in the hardware section. There was nobody around there except there was uh, – I finally found one dude over at the fishing section, which was near it. And I don't know what he was involved in, but he was – there was a there was a customer there talking to him, and they were both leaning in really close to each other and having some, comp- uh, some, some conversation. And I kind of got close, and the guy looked at me, and he's like, we'll be just a minute. And basically wow. shooing me away. And I could hear what they were talking about, some of it. And the guy was like, he's like, it doesn't matter what you say. Just fill it out on the form. Give them what they want to hear. And then that way, blah, 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 blah. And then I couldn't hear what it was. So whatever it was, he was, they were, there was, he was giving him advice on some kind of scam. He's like, it doesn't matter if you go to Fred Myers. It doesn't matter where you go. Just fill out that information. Put it on there, what they want to hear. What? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I that's couldn't, weird. I couldn't catch what it was about because that's when I got shooed away. So whatever was happening, it took... 10 fucking minutes for him to explain his little scam deal he was working out and then finally he pays attention to me and it's one of those things where you ask him like okay I need a spark plug wrench this is what I have to get I know what I have to get and he's like well alright come on and then <laughs> makes me follow him over there and he can't find he's like man I don't know where it is why don't you go check the other section I'm like okay asshole Wow. You're the one that works here. I'm asking you for help. I want to purchase something from you. But, of course, then I took it on my own to uh, try to figure it out by myself. Bought some tools, got home. Let's say I got the wrong ones again. So, at this point, I spent... You need help. If you say you're not afraid to ask for help, why do you keep making the same mistakes over and over again? And then being in a shit mood because you don't know how to do it. (laughs) Yeah... Yeah, I, I I realize this. I realize my mistake. I realize what's going on. I'm learning from it. But uh, nonetheless, I still don't have a lawnmower that works, and I have no idea what the fuck to do about it. Well, you should probably have a grown-up help you. I am a grown-up. I just don't know how to fix lawnmowers. I could ask my meth-head neighbors. So how did your... I know the answer to this question, because this was right when I showed up at Greg's house after he had just spoken to him, so... How did your conversation go with your dad about it? Yes, my dad uh, My dad let me know I should uh, basically calm the hell down and buy, buy the right part. <laughs> That's actually what my dad told me. So, yes, I realize lawnmowers frustrate me. Uh, I get is, frustrated by machinery. James is saying that uh, Courtney can fix your lawnmower. <laughs> I bet she could, actually, too. I will figure out how to fix the damn Don't thing. Don't figure out how to do it. You have, I we will have a figure lot of other out. things that we have to do. There's, You do not need to spend your time trying to figure out how to... No, put your finger down. I, how to fix a lawnmower. I will, that is a waste of your time. I will figure out how to fix it, and then I will know for next time, and I'll learn from it. I mean, it's just like anything that's ever happened with my truck. Like, if something goes wrong with my truck, I'll spend days trying to figure it out myself and probably screw it up a few times. But then by the end... Norm, please don't ask him what's wrong with the mower. He doesn't I will know. know what's going on with it. And so, like, on my truck now, I could, I could uh, you know, I can replace the starter. I've replaced uh, the timing belt. Um, I, you know, I know, I know at least a few things if they go wrong. Um, and I will figure out, I will figure this out. 
I will get to the bottom of this, and I will be better for you know it. We have, I will have more uh, knowledge. You, you know we have a small business to run, right? Yeah, I know. And it doesn't involve fixing lawnmowers. Yes, I realize this. So, in the words of your dad, shut up and get somebody else to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he said. He, he, he sort of said that. He basically said, shut up and buy the right, calm down and buy the right part. <laughs> That's what my dad told me. Which to you're do. not capable of doing because obviously you've bought the wrong parts multiple times now. I realize this. I know this. And that frustrates me even more. But uh, nonetheless, I will get this. I will get this all figured out. I will get to the bottom of it. And that's the end of my story on that one. I will fix the lawnmower. The end. That's all I had to say you on that one. You are an idiot. So I, I realize this. I realize. Uh, someone says, you can always take a machete to the grass. Pretty hard to buy the wrong part for a machete. Uh, this is true. Although if I were out swinging a machete in my front yard, um, A, I would look even more like I should fit in with my meth head neighbors. Um, and uh, someone would probably call the police for the crazy man chopping his grass with a machete. Why don't you just get one of those hippie push lawnmowers? Yeah, I've thought about that. You no, totally oh yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, my neighbor uh, scolded me on not scolded me, but um, basically rubbed it in that I was trying to fix my lawnmower. He has one of those push ones. He's like, ah, well, looks like you have a problem there. You know what? I have the old fashioned kind. I can mow it anytime I want, and it doesn't make any noise, and it always works. And then he just walked off. I'm like, wow, thanks, thanks, Robert. Here you go. I just found one on Craigslist right now. A push lawnmower in great condition for $40 in Southeast Portland. I don't want to spend $40 on that. I already have a lawnmower. That doesn't work. Well, but it will work. I'll solve these things. Well, anyway. I'm so glad that you're putting your time to like to, con- to constructive use. It is constructive. It's better than getting a better than getting a a, a ticket or a warning. You can get a I, I bet you could fix this one. It's a Fisher Price laugh and learn pink pink lawnmower. <laughs> Go to hell. Uh, all right. What what can I do? I'm going to figure all these things out. Uh, moving on. No, we're not moving on. We're lawns. taking a break. Are we taking a break? Yes, we're taking a break. All right. Well, I'll figure this out. You can figure out your ticket. I'll figure out. Uh, I'll figure out my lawnmower, and the world will be better for it. The end. All right, let's take a break. We're going to take a break for a minute. We've got uh, we got a lot more stuff to get to. I too. got a lot of world of crazy. You got a lot of world of crazy. I have some ball talk to uh, to address, and um, yeah, we we've got a lot of stuff to get to. So we'll take a break. We'll be back in a few with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Kevin Pollack, and you, of course, are listening to Fun Employment Radio. But you knew that, didn't you? You didn't need me to point that out. By the way, check out TalkinWalkin.com. We're Talkin' Walkin' on iTunes. It's me. Talking is walking. Wow. Woo! I just actually watched him in a movie this past weekend. What? What did you She's all that. It's oh. on It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. I loved it when I was younger, and it does not... Let me just say, some things pass the test of time. She's all that. That is not one of them. Really? Rachel Lee Cook, Freddie Prince Jr. Just shocking that uh, those two names would be associated with Usher something terrible. Usher is the is the hip school DJ. Of course he is. And they all have a choreographed dance to uh, that right about now, folks, soul brother. And that's all like he. So he's dictating it during the prom, and they're all doing like Backstreet Boys dances. It is the worst thing. I like. I was embarrassed watching it. My sister and I are watching this. I'm like, oh my god. That says a lot if you're embarrassed I know. watching that. No, it was awful. Because you're watching the entire series of Felicity, which is amazing. 
And yet you're embarrassed by that. That uh, that does that that speaks a lot about it that. It was uh, and Kevin Pollock is in it, and you know, so I was telling my sister, I'm like, yeah, we had, we interviewed him. He's really cool, but he totally plays like weird, depressing, like pool cleaner dad. You know, because obviously, because Rachel Lee Cook, Cook is very ugly. Oh, she's before, hideous. Hideous. Before she, of course, takes out her ponytail and takes off her glasses. Right. Like, well, I mean, yeah, but before but that, I mean, it's just gross. A monster. Gross. She was a monster. Absolutely sickening. Yeah. And I have to say that I believe that Freddie Prince Jr. is uh, one of the worst actors of our time. Uh, yeah. Okay. I would I say that, that all he does is look like this. He's looked pensive all the time. Looked and pensive? Like he had to poop? Pen- no, more like confused. Like. Oh. Uh, what the fuck are magnets and how do they work? Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, now I can understand. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, I suppose that is what you'd have to do under that hideous monster Rachel Lee Cook, though. That oh, my God. Bit, that would be a little I bit. love it, too, when she like says self-deprecating things in it. She's just this tiny little you know, fucking pixie girl, and she's just like, oh, and like she's showing a picture of her, her passed away mother to Freddie Prince Jr., and he's like, oh, she was beautiful, because she was talking about how her mother was an artist, too, because, of course, she's a She's a, she's a tortured artist, uh, naturally. She's a painter, and her mother was a photographer. And, and nobody like, appreciates her inner beauty because she's so gross and ugly. No, and so like he's ta- she's talking to you know Freddie Prince Jr.'s character about her mother, and he's, she's just like, yeah, you know, she was an artist just like me and Freddie Prince goes oh you know she was beautiful and she's like yes I guess some things aren't inherited oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Alex is pointing out he's married to, uh, to Sarah Michelle Geller. yeah 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 she's Sometimes she looks hot, sometimes she doesn't. I'm passing judgment on her. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Fun Employment Radio. Once again, thank you everyone for tuning in. <laughs> did you ever see her in Cruel Intentions when she's all naughty? Yeah, I did, but yeah, but then it was gross because she was going after her brother. Stepbrother. Yeah. Oh, okay. That kind of thing doesn't bother well, Sarah. Ryan, no, Ryan Felipe is delicious. Ew, don't mm-hmm. describe someone as delicious. Mm-hmm. That is really gross. I had such a crush on him. When I was in... Um, I think it was when I was a sophomore in college. Like we would watch that. We had our because we'd all go out like Thursday nights, and so it would be our hungover Friday morning. We would watch Cruel Intentions every Friday morning, uh-huh. hungover eating like macaroni and cheese and like leftover pizza. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could see. I could see that <gasps> Matthew movie. Lillard's in it too. That's right, and he plays like a he plays like a character on the Real World. Oh, it's just it's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Everything about it is just bad. And then there's also in the schoolyard there's a rap battle. Uh, um, <laughs> of course, of course. No, because Rachel Lee Cook's name. Let me guess. Was Freddie Prince Jr. one of the rappers? No, no. So please uh, make that, please make that happen. So Rachel Lee Cook's name, of course, in the movie is has to be unattractive. So her name is Lainey Boggs. That's her unattractive name. Lainey Boggs. Sick. And so Gross. these two, so these uh, two hip hop artists are out in the courtyard, and there's a beatboxer as well, and they beatbox about who's going to win, um, who's going to win the prom queen, uh-huh. because that's what people do. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, this all makes sense now. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's amazing. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was awful. Awful. So Kevin Pollock, there we go. All right, when I'm bringing it full circle. Yes. Back to Kevin Pollock. Well, did we have a, I think we had a couple birthdays maybe we want to talk about. Uh, we do. We've got, uh, well, we've got at least one of them. Do we have a couple of them? Mm-hmm. Let me uh, double check here. Or maybe just, let's just do the one for now. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do the one for now. We'll do that one. Um, all right. We do need to say happy birthday to Carrie's daughter. Yes. Yes. Who listens to the show? Apparently, she's she's turning twelve. Normally, we would not recommend that uh, that you play this for your children, but hey, it's all good. What? What are you double checking on there? Anna. Yes. Yes, Anna. There we go. So we got that right there. So yes, Anna, and we have met Anna, and she is awesome. She's, she's, she's a adorable. Cool kid. Yeah, she's a cool kid. She is. And uh, yeah, she actually came with us. Um, 
to Vancouver. She did indeed. She was out there. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Absolutely. Well, happy 12th birthday, Anna. Yes, happy birthday to you. Grow up to be just like me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. right. Don't you think that was sound birthday advice? That's to to grow up to be just like you. Yes. Sure. Sure. That's that's probably not why Carrie has her listen to this show. No. I'm guessing it's for the opposite. You are an asshole. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, as I'm talking to a 12-year-old and then saying asshole like Mm -hmm. 10 seconds later. That's absolutely it. Okay. Uh, All right. Should we do a little bit of all Uh, that? Now I'm mad at you. No. Why? Why are you mad at me? What did I do? You're saying you think it would be a bad thing that what that she'd be 31 and single and not do her dishes? Be yeah. amazing, just like me. Yeah. I just spilled coffee on myself, too. Of, co- of course you did. Of course you did. What? All right, there we go. I just wanted to see how long it would go before I could make you say something. Yes! I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. You are so irritating today. Why? Why am I irritating? What did I do? Be amazing? You're smaller and more springy than usual. What do you mean smaller and more springy? I don't know. Like Everything about your body is so springy. Your hair and your appendages. You're flailing around. I started running again. Feeling fantastic on top of the world. Ready to take the world and make it mine. Put it pocket tail. All right. The NBA Finals have been confirmed for which two teams are going to play. So the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics on Saturday to take the Eastern Conference Finals. It will be Miami versus Oklahoma City mm. starting on Tuesday, which sucks because I wish both teams could lose. Um, unfortunately, that's not a possibility. One of them will get the championship. And I'm going to make my prediction right now. Please say the Heat. Of who will be getting the NBA championship. Now, keep in mind, this is not who I want to win. This is not who I'm going to be rooting for. Because I really don't want either team to get it. But, I believe the Miami Heat will be the NBA champions. The Miami Heat will win the championship. Uh, I don't want this to happen. I don't want it to be true. But nonetheless, unfortunately, I think LeBron James will get the championship. I think it's going to happen. I also don't want Oklahoma City to get it, but I would prefer them over over Miami. Can you imagine how angry people from Seattle are going to be if Oklahoma City gets the NBA championship? I'm staying away from Lisa Wood if that happens. Stay away from her for a year. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's uh, that's not uh, you, you don't want to go near her. Mm-mm. You don't want to be near her. My if they win. sister, who doesn't give two shits about basketball, even knows how fucking like how um, pissed off all the Seattle fans are. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and regardless, however they lost the team, whatever. You can totally understand why they'd be mad. I mean, they put in all that time and effort with the with their team sucking. You know, this, when the Sonics were terrible. And they drafted most of these players that are now on the Thunder. And then right when they start getting good, uh, we'll ship them over to Oklahoma City, who doesn't have to suffer through any bad seasons, really, and just gets a team to go to the West Conference Finals within, like, four years of having them. I would be pretty bitter about that, too. When did the, when did that happen? When were uh, the... I think it was 2008. Okay. Or I believe so it's still pretty recently. Season. Oh yeah, very recently. Yeah. So within four years, Oklahoma City is getting a team that's already playing in the NBA Finals. 
Yeah. So there we go. All right. Moving on in ball talk. Oh, my God. Sarah. Controversy is erupting over a boxing match over this weekend. So, uh, Manny Pacquiao, which have you heard of Manny Pacquiao? Yes. Okay. You know who Manny Pacquiao is. Uh, Filipino fighter. Yes. Um, yeah, I think he even ran for office. He's like a, he has some kind of position in the uh, political position over there. Uh, largely considered to be one of the best boxers of of his generation, if not all time. Uh, fighting Timothy Bradley over this weekend. So Manny Pacquiao naturally favored. However, when the match was over, nobody was knocked out. It came down to a decision, which is what happens when they have the three judges. And then they score the fight. To see who wins it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the winner after that was Timothy Bradley and not Manny Pacquiao. Apparently, though, and I did not see this fight, but I guess it did not appear that Timothy Bradley won that fight. So, according to the statistics, Pacquiao landed 253 punches to 159 for Bradley. And I don't know exactly how the point scoring go- goes, but I'm assuming if you land more punches, you're going to get a higher score. Okay. I, I would assume that's how that works, you know, along those lines anyway. And um, two of the judges scored it that Bradley was the winner. So, therefore, he won the match. Okay. And it's over. Now, their promoter, Bob Arum, who, Good old Bob Arum. Who's promoting the fight said that uh, he's petitioning that there needs to be they, there needs to be an investigation of it. He petitioned the uh, Nevada Attorney General to investigate it because there's a lot of people saying that they think the fight was fixed. Dun, dun, dun. Which it's boxing. There's no real organization there. There's no like overriding commissioner of the whole thing. It's set up by promoters. It's all made set up to make money. I would see of any sport. That boxing could be something that you could uh, that you could fix a little bit mm-hmm. of, yeah. And so that's that's what a lot of people are saying. You know, whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But they uh, they are petitioning to get an investigation of it. It was so bad that there was a there's an online betting site called Patties, which I think is from Ireland, that they refunded everybody their money who bet on Manny Pacquiao wow. because they're saying that it was it's not legitimate. And so they actually gave them their money back. Good for them. That's that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's fucked up, but that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. You know, it, they uh, it, to have a betting agency give back the money, that is, uh, that's saying quite a bit. That's saying quite a bit as far as whether or not it was. Oh, a lot of people are saying right. that Pacquiao is a homophobic prick. Yes. It's been said more than once. Yeah, he is. He is. It's Lily. Uh-oh. Are Lily and Keeling going to get into fisticuffs in the chat? Oh, let's boy. Fa- well, let's find out. Let's watch it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, yeah, Pacquiao. I mean, I'm not saying anything about Pacquiao personally. I'm just talking about the fight in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his, he's made some comments that he, he is an asshole. But regardless, a lot of money was placed on that fight, and uh, many people think that he did win it. So we'll find out more about that. This isn't going to go away. <laughs> Moving on. In ball talk. Would you like some water, Greg? I would like some water, actually. There Very it is. Much it's so. right there. Yes. Ah, much better. Okay, so, attention, Sarah. Yes. Naked Ryan Felipe? No. Oh. No. Never. Ever will that be a story in ball talk. Well, maybe he's going to start playing sports. It's never going to happen, and even if he does, I will not be talking about Ryan Felipe nude. Um, but this is something that you do enjoy, so... The world of sports mm-hmm. is soon going to be colliding. No. 
with the Lifetime Network. <gasps> so this has just been announced. Could it be? That an NBA star 